York. Unique New York. You put stuff in the private chat. Here we are, sir. We are live on Facebook, on LinkedIn, which I'm curious how that comes out, and on YouTube. And hopefully we do not get copywritten for the bleachers. I want to get better. I'm going to give them credit. That's what we're listening to. I want to get better. That is where we are, guys. Demand better podcast. We are here. Corona, not the virus in New York City. Here he is, the man, the myth, the legend. And we want to welcome you guys to the Demand Better podcast. This is the inaugural episode. And between the two of us, we have over 50 years in the health and fitness space. That's 5-0, not 1-5. And we want to let you in on the insider conversations that will set you up to be better by demanding better. It just kept coming up as we had these conversations back when Corona and I would be in New York having drinks on the bar. We'd be talking about this stuff and we're like, people need to hear this. So here we are. Here we are. Tell them who you are, sir. Corona, not the virus. David Corona. Well, first, before I before I tell you guys who I am, I just want to congratulate Bo on his Jets. They got a little Ooh. W for the first time, maybe the only one they get all year. But with that Ooh. being said, my name is David Corona. I go by Corona. I've been in the personal training space for over 20 years. Um, I've worked with a, an array of people, CEOs, athletes. Um, but uh, my whole premise in this industry is to make people better um, and to improve their lives and to uh, give them to counteract what they do daily. Uh, but that's pretty much it, man. Great, but, you know, introduce yourself, Bo. <laughs> uh, I am a native New Yorker. I got my Yankees uh, polo on right now. They are playing a, a one-game elimination against the Red Sox tonight. So by the time you, some of y'all are watching or listening to this, hopefully uh, we won that game and maybe we're in the World Series by then. Hopefully! Uh, it's been a rough year. It's been a rough year for all my, my New York teams. And yes, as Corona mentioned, it's been a, a many, many, many rough years as a Jets fan. Anyway, uh, I have a doctorate in physical therapy. I've been in the fitness uh, personal training space, and I'm trying to bridge the gap between fitness and healthcare. And again, that's what led to a lot of these conversations, exploring a lot of the concerns and problems that we see every day that I, on a daily basis, try to help people with one-on-one. -on -one, but we want to reach more people. We want this platform to expand out. And so we're talking about one of the biggest things in the world uh, that can affect your health is personal training. So again, I've kind of played in that space. Corona has primarily been in that space. Tell us from your own words, my friend, or from Wikipedia or wherever you're getting the words from, um, how do you define personal training and why is it so important? Why did we pick this as our number one theme topic? Well, you know, this day and age, everybody's looking to get better. Everybody's trying to get these self-help books and all these other things that are out there. And personal training is probably the best way for you to improve yourself physically. Um, you get to somebody within the days. Let me back up. The way things are these days, we're having issues just from what we do daily. So what we're trying to do as a, as a trainer, we're trying to not only change lives, but to counteract what you what you do daily so that in the end you have longevity and that's especially important so you're not in this medical maze as you get older yes indeed and uh i want to want to double down on that one of those things that in the space where i do a lot of research and talk to a lot of people along the lines of what you just said is we are living in a modern world uh, that is not designed and, and doesn't line up with our genetics. Uh, and, you know, you might have heard many times over and over again that 
you know, we're, we're in this constant, like getting chased by, by lions, uh, stress response. And how does that affect us? And we see chronic disease going up. So at the end of the day, personal training, kind of this one-on-one health coaching, and that's, there's a lot of blurred lines and I, I, I'm excited to explore those topics, but those blurred lines are at the end of the day, to your point, I think very exciting to explore and help people see that long-term vision. So one thing I've shifted to recently is calling myself a little bit of a physical retirement specialist. All right. So I'm, I'm trying to help people in the next 30 minutes feel and move better, which we can do in 30 minutes, many ways to do that. A lot of magic tricks we can do, but then we need that 30 day plan, right. To really reinforce what we're talking about. And then for me, the way I work is I'm talking about making sure we have that 30 year vision so that uh, we are on the same page. And again, I think there's a lot of correlations there. And I just want to set that up because a lot of the things we're going to talk about should line up with that. You got one before we we rock into it? Yeah. Before we chop it up? No, I just, we're going to chop it up. But <laughs> but I really just want to take two seconds. And just like you, your title, I look at myself and I am, um, I'm an alignment person. I'm trying to get your body to the best space you can have it so you function every day at a maximum and you get the most out of what your body is. And this is all about longevity. It really, really, really is. And I think people need to focus on that, not just on the tomorrow or the bathing suit, the summer, but longevity. Um, and, and I think that we really, really, really have to take this seriously, um, this topic that we're having today. Yeah, and and I'll preface one last thing before we we dive into it. Uh, kind of two things. <laughs> the first one being um, to your to your point you're talking about now is again we, we really want this to be for people who are ready to have that conversation. And again, yes. you tend to say, "Well, who's a good personal trainer?" I don't know where to look. My friend Becky's been been doing good with her personal trainer. She enjoys him. They have good conversations. He seems like a really good dude. But her body hasn't changed. Maybe again, maybe she's she's made some good changes. But th- that's where again we're going to dive into this. Of before you dive in, and and again, it can be costly. And there's many different ways to again look at how much you're going to spend, what's your budget, all those different things. I think it's important again to to think about, and we're going to kind of push you if you haven't already gotten that sense. We're pushing you towards that concept of longevity and 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 avoid that trap of six pack abs in six weeks or whatever it is. So. That's my first caveat. The second caveat is this top five list we just came up with, which I'm super excited to share with you guys, is similar to kind of dating. So when you're picking a personal trainer, again, whether you're working with one now and you're in a relationship, and if you're in a relationship, I'm not telling you to you know, uh, leave your partner, but, um, <laughs> but if there are problems, if there are things that you might not be aware of, that's where we are here with our, again, over 50 years of experience, 5-0, not 1-5. We should say 51, just to like <laughs> clarify that. Um, but over 50 years of experience, we are comparing this concept of looking for a personal trainer to this dating phase. And again, we want to be very clear. You should not date your personal trainer. We've seen a lot of bad stories. I'm sure I could throw it over to Corona and he'll, he'll share a few things that we don't, we don't want to hear about that, but don't do it. <laughs> that's, that, we're going <laughs> to leave it there. Don't date your personal trainer. Um, but at the end of the day, again, there's this kind of new school of Tinder, right? Just like with personal training, if you're, if you're swiping or you're, you know, we're, we're going to talk about that too of, of, you know, oh, that guy looks good. Um, but, but it, is that really lining up with what you want? Maybe it is. And that's okay. Um, versus the old school again. Hey, Corona, I have this great trainer in the Upper East Side of New York. Uh, his name is David, ironically. Um, and and you, I think you should work with him based on, you know, your goals. That'll be great. So 
our top five. We're going to jump into it. There's the dating parallels. We're going to kind of run that story as we go. Number one, here we are, top number one. Not necessarily the most important thing, but we want to start with just like dating, right? You're not going to marry the first person you date. So don't just stick with the person, the first personal trainer you get lined up with. If you're at a gym, crunch or, or whatever, not to call out any specific franchise brand, what have you, but they're probably going to set you up with whoever they think you work best with. That's great. But if you just have one and you stick with them for a long time, hopefully you do get those right results. But I think we've seen that most folks end up not having the best experiences there. So our number one piece of advice is try five, try five trainers. It's not within everyone's, you know, logistics. Maybe you're in a small town in the middle of America. You're in Montana. Um, you know, not to, again, pick on any, any small town. Uh, Bozeman, Montana just came to mind. I don't know why. Have you been? Have you been to Montana? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Haven't he, been to the state. He's a very New York, New York kind of guy. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Cuban, New Yorker. Cuban, New Yorker. So <laughs> try five guys, whatever, however you can do that. Even if you end up just saying, Hey, is it all right if I have a conversation with you? If they're not willing to have a conversation with you, a little bit of an interview, we want to put that power, the empowerment to you. So, uh, do you have follow-up thoughts to that? My friend. Well, you know, people come up to you all the time as a trainer, you know, a lot of times what ends up happening, people tell you, Hey man, I really want to work out with you. You never hear from them. Um, you know, that's, being interested is great, but if you are serious about this, the best thing you can do is actually do exactly what Dr. Bo has said, which is try five. You don't have to do five. You could do three. If you're in club, if you're in a club situation, a lot of times they'll give you the first session free and you can just check out a couple guys in the gym. Um, I know sometimes that might be uncomfortable because you're working with people that work alongside each other, but don't. This is your money. This is this is about you. Most people, um, when buying let's say a car, they go to Consumer Digest or something of that sort to actually research out. Why wouldn't you do that with your most important asset, which is you? And you can get different vibes from different trainers. The reality of it is there's some people that are really, really charismatic and there's some people who are wonks. In a lot of situations, you should deal with a wonk, the guy who knows or the woman who knows exactly the science and how to get you there safely for the keyword of the day, longevity. So the try five, you don't have to do five, but like Tinder, you keep swiping, man, because you got to find the white one that fits you. And that's the most important thing that that person can get you from point A to point B. How you will figure out if they're right or wrong, we will let you know later in this podcast, <laughs> but definitely do try five. Perfect. And that takes us to number two. And I'm putting these in the comments if you guys are following along. Uh, if you're listening later, we'll we'll have that summary in the show notes. So number two, after moving on, you've tried five trainers. How do we continue to compare contrast uh, is title confusion. So can you look at someone and say, oh, they have a CSCS, they have a DPT, they have an ACE, they have an LMNOPQRST, whatever it is, um, whatever those letters are. How do we think about it? And I'm going to let Corona again go with this, run with this, because he's got all that experience in the personal training specific space. He's in a lot of these busy New York gyms, right, where you see other folks around. So if I'm a consumer, what letters should I look at? How much weight should I put on that? Well, it, it should definitely be part of your process. I like Dr. Bo and I have talked about this many, many times. 
the creme de la creme of all this stuff is CSCS, which Bo got nine years ago. Um, you know, that that is the creme de la creme. I know many, many people who are certified nine, 10 certifications who couldn't train themselves out of a paper bag, but they can talk to you about training. They just can't do it in person. And I've known not many, but I know a few who have also have no ex no certification whatsoever, and they know the body. I'm not telling you to go that route, and I'm not telling you to do to go here or there. It's really about who's going to cater to what your needs are and to tell you how to get from point A to point B. It's a collaborative effort. You definitely need to be able to get along with your trainer to have discussions about where you want to go and how you want to get there. And them giving you the details of this is what we're going to do for this period of time. And then we're going to reassess. You, the importance of the letters is it depends. Um, and I don't mean to be so vague on it. It really, really depends because there are people who have incredible certifications who can't train. There are people who have incredible certifications who can train. And there are people who don't have any certifications that can train. Those are few and far in between. But you have to figure out who can work with you. Um, I personally have discussions with physicians because I can talk to them on that level, like a Dr. Bo. Um, that might work for you if you're if you're looking for somebody that you might, you know, your body's in pain, they need to speak to your physician. They need to be educated so that they can help you better. And you should demand better. Um, and I you listen, you very few people would go on a job interview for something major and have no experience on it and have no resume. Say, I'm here, by the way, I'm, I'm Corona, hire me. So um, do your research. Do you definitely do your research. And I, I'm going to share a quick anecdote. I was at the dog park the other day. Uh, a woman at the dog park, older lady said, hey, you're a trainer, right? I don't know how she knew. I don't. I mean, I had my, my sleeves off, but I don't know. She knew somehow I was a trainer. <laughs> but she asked me, do you have experience working with older folks, which is, a, I'm, I was, I was super happy. She yeah. asked me that because that is what we're asking you guys to demand better and say, Hey, do you have experience with this? I say, and, and, and I say, yeah, the majority of folks I work with are on that older, uh, if you want to call it part of life. Again, I, I would say 35 and up is where I go. Uh, I can certainly train younger folks, but I tell her again, I have clients in my, in the seventies, eighties, even nineties, uh, in my career that I've worked with. So uh, that's that demand better. You know, I applaud her for, for at least being able to ask that simple question. And then she had a bunch of follow-up questions. So again, I'm not going to go through that whole conversation, but the other part of what we're talking about here with this is, uh, and, and something we will touch on on number three here that we're about to get to is the ability to do virtual training as well. That's something I wanted to touch on. I'm going to throw it in here, uh, because again, the, the education, the certification, the ability to work with someone is is that it depends and unfortunately you said you know you don't want to be vague about it but the reality of it is i do this segment on my my social media is called what the fact which is frequently asked questions i got to do it in the boston accent so and again food to the red sox tonight but um <laughs> but frequently asked questions a lot of the times the answer is it depends on your situation on the ability for us yeah. to communicate so a virtual training sometimes is going to be the best option so that's why I've been doing virtual training ever since uh, part of my story real quick. I, I was in New York City. That's how Corona and I knew each other. Played a little football on Randall's Island, a little football league, yes. Um, and then I moved to Dubai. So I had clients in New York and they said, hey, can you keep sending me some programming and workouts? I said, totally. Uh, and that was back in 2015. So we didn't have uh, as much fun technology as we do now. But 
uh, and it was life was not on Zoom then. Um, <laughs> but um, but here we are talking on Streamyard, new platform that developed. Then I was in Dubai. I left Dubai, so I had people in Dubai that I had to I wanted to work with as well. So so bottom line is that virtual capacity, the ability to guide people through this long term plan to continue to communicate. I actually think anyone I see in person, and this is what we're talking about in number three. I'm gonna jump ahead and and, and spoil number three. Are you ready? It's professionalism. So one of those things that I think is tying number two and three together here is um, the ability to uh, communicate with your client. That's really the biggest thing. It's the ability to connect with that personality type. And that's one of those traps, which is, again, a little spoiler for later, that I want to uh, warn people about that it's easy if somebody's able to connect with you on a uh, personality level. And I've seen a lot of people who are, have amazing personalities but as I think Corona said, uh, pardon me if I'm spoiling your language, but can't train them their way out of a paper bag. Was that a wet paper bag? Was that the? Yes, a wet, wet, wet. Wet paper bag. <laughs> Very important that is wet. <laughs> so virtual training, I think, is something that is phenomenal if that person has. Again, if I see somebody for pain, I talked about that 30 minutes. Uh, if I see them and I say, hey, for the next 30 days, I just want you to do this stretch. And I'm, if for those watching on the video, I'm doing some kind of stretch on the on the wall here for my ulnar nerve. And, and if, if, and if I say, Hey, I'm going to send you this every day. I have an automated system through this uh, website called true coach and app. Uh, and I want to check in with you. You don't need to pay me a lot of money. So you see me every single day. I'm not trying to get all your money. I want you to get out of pain. That's our 30 day plan. And then once we're out of pain, once we're feeling better, once we're moving better, then we can talk about the next 30 years, hopefully. So we have number well, two, before you move on. Yes. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but before we move on, Bo, Dr. Bo is a very special case. Not everybody can train online. And I just want to make that a caveat. It's not so easy. Dr. Bo is very, very um, intelligent in how his approach is and how he, he oh yeah, he's dancing with me, um, and, and how he approaches each individual client. It's not just a one size fits all. And I want to make sure that that's important. Dr. Bo is a very special individual in how he goes about his business, and not everybody can can be online and doing this online. And, and yeah, I mean, I'll I'll double down on that and say, same concept is is make sure that there is some form of what it is you need, not just I'm going to pay ninety nine dollars. And so right now, I have a ski a very generic ski program. I, I do want to promote if anyone is interested in skiing. In, in this upcoming season, if you're in the Southern hemisphere, get ready for next year. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, we have the ski season coming up here. I'm in Colorado. It's my first real ski season here. Um, and I put together a nine week, nine minutes a day ski program. And that's a generic program. And so people should be able to do that. The videos should explain everything, but I'm there and I say, Hey, if you want to check in, I'm, I'm checking those messages. If you want to say, Hey, when I did this squat thing, it kind of hurt. Like, what do I do? What does that mean? What, is, what do I do there? That's when we can have a deeper conversation. And, and again, like you're saying, I do think, and, and I appreciate you, you applauding me and giving me the pat on the back. And, and, and I do think I'm, I try to go that extra mile. I, and I see a lot of folks out there in this industry not doing that. And they're saying, here's my program. You paid me $99. They might have better marketing than me. But at the end of the day, they're never going to provide as much customer service. as, as And I know that that's where the gold is. That's where we're really going to make change. So um, the other thing before we did move on from this number two, the title confusion, the term strength and conditioning is one of those things that I think people think maybe just for athletes, but I think people who really understand yeah. strength and conditioning, and that's going to kind of touch on number four, we're jumping around a little with our numbers, but strength and conditioning is one of those titles. 
that if somebody has in their name or, or behind their name, that means a lot to me. And again, that's telling me they're a little bit more advanced than maybe just personal trainer um, as a thing, because again, it depends is really what it comes back to. So we've jumped around a little, we had our number two title confusion. I want to get us back squared away to number three, which I put in the comments is professionalism and the kind of the bare minimum. So this back to our dating analogy, this is, this guy's picking his teeth at, at, at dinner, right? At our, at our date, like what things he didn't hold the door open for me, things like that, that we see in the dating world. And I'm just going to pick on guys being, being rude, but obviously we can go all sorts of different ways with that. But in personal training, professionalism, I'm going to let Corona, because I know he has a bunch of stories. We don't need to hear all the stories about guys clipping their toenails during a session, but, <laughs> but uh, give us a little rundown on what we should expect and a little bit of your process, because I know you have an excellent process for uh, working with first-time clients. Well, first of all, in this day and age, what we're really, really looking at is we're looking at people staring at their phones while they're working with you. Let, let's be absolutely clear. Um, when you purchase a training session with that person, that person should have their eyes on you at all times, and they should be coaching you through movement and teaching you what you need to do. Um, most trainers nowadays that I've seen, sad to say, are looking at their phones most of the time, texting or doing whatever they might be doing. I've seen people clip nails. It's kind of ridiculous. But with that being said, the moment someone approaches me, the first thing that I basically do is pick up the phone and make a phone call and give them background on myself and try to find out where they are um, in terms of, you know, what's your deal? You know, what, what injuries have you had? Give me, it's a health questionnaire. After that, you know, I send out them, I send them out a health questionnaire to get it more detailed. They send it back to me, go have another conversation. Um, after that, I show up on the floor and as we are together, um, I do some assessments. Assessments are important, people. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely important. I always say this to Dr. Bo, it's very simple. You wouldn't build a house without plans. It's just very, very basic. Um, they should be doing assessment, at minimum, a postural assessment. There's others, you know, there's functional movement screen, there's other things that you can go into, um, but an assessment. And they should be able to explain to you what they're doing in that assessment. And they should be able to, to ask you questions. You're internally rotated at the shoulder, you have decreased lower dose, you have upper cross syndrome, this is what's happening, whatever it might be, but they can explain to you because your body is going to be a roadmap for what the trainer has to do. So if they come in and you just walk in and they don't even do an assessment, that's a danger sign for you because how do they know where to start? The most important thing to do is to find out what is wrong with you and where to start. Remember, we're trying to counteract what you do daily. And part of this professionalism is not being on your phone, paying, giving full attention to your client and actually setting goals for these people. You have to do all those things within your job to make someone progress. And if you can't get those things, if you're not getting those things, I think you're in a little bit of trouble. And you could, you could be, have a great personality. It doesn't mean that it's going to get you from point A to point B. It's expensive, people. Training's not cheap. Um, and we'll get into value in, in, in later in the, in the podcast. But you really go back to the consumer digest of buying something. They tell you what's good, what's bad, what's great, you know? And you got to find out what works for you. Because if your friend Susie has a trainer, it doesn't mean that that trainer is going to get you into the same place as Susie. Because guess what? You're not Susie. Yes, indeed. Uh, thank you for, for sharing that. 
And uh, other uh, other things real quick, again, it's just, it's easy to get caught up and, and to be like, I'm handing over all the, all the empowerment to my trainer. And this is where we're asking you guys to demand better. And we're, we wanna make sure you, you do step back and say, hey, like, you know, he was kind of late responding to my text or he was late to the session. You know, again, you're paying whatever you're paying for that hour or what, however long the session is going to be. If you're not getting 100% of that time that you're paying for, that's your money. And look, again, if you're happy to throw away money, cool. But we want to make sure. And, and these are correlates. We're talking about things that we see that correlate to. Yeah, it's little behaviors. Maybe his shirt's untucked, whatever. Like he's just being unprofessional. Uh, and we're talking about that. We're asking the industry to demand better. We're asking you guys to demand better from that trainer that you're spending money on. Uh, because again, we think those are things that again, tell us whether they're on their phone or whatever, uh, and little things that you might let slip normally and be like, okay, you know, it's not that big a deal, but, uh, or again, another one of those things that comes up, uh, and I'll just throw this out there real quick is people on Instagram who are supposed to be a healthy lifestyle and they're smoking cigars and they're drinking the alcohols and, and showing off that lifestyle, but they have a six pack cause they're 22 years old and, and hormones and things like that. <laughs> but, and then you expect, you know, a 50 year old person to be like, Oh, get me in the same shape as you. So we're going we're going to touch on that but anyway I could we can we can go deep down that rabbit hole professionalism that's one of the reasons we're bringing it up guys is uh, again it's a huge correlate and and there's these little things that we tend to let see people letting go and say it's not that big a deal but for us it's kind of a big deal um it yeah go ahead Well you know it's kind of like when we start dating since we're using this dating thing let's go back you know when that when you when you start dating someone, they do something that kind of annoys you and you're in the beginning stages of dating. What do you do? Ah, uh, oh, you know, I'll let that slide. Six months go by and all of a sudden that starts becoming annoying. And then I don't want that in my life. But you've accepted it the whole time in the relationship. When you have an issue that you do not like with your personal trainer, and you should do this in dating too, if it doesn't sit well with you and doesn't fit well with you, you should move on. Um, it's an old adage. You should move on. You should let people know when they're not fitting your needs. Yeah. And, and you don't have to necessarily let it move on, but definitely bring it up. Um, and, and yeah. again, it, bring that, it up. That, yeah. the reaction to that, I think is going to tell us a lot as well, just like in dating, just like with any professional relationship, anyone you're paying, you're hiring. So again, th these are tough things and we just want to help guide you guys through uh, some of these concepts. And again, at the end of the day, if you have questions on any of these, I want to reinforce, I'm going to say it at the end too, this is a conversation. So we're happy to hear your experiences. We want to hear from personal trainers and other people in this health and fitness space. So, uh, but, but yeah, we want to answer your questions as well. Uh, so if you're watching live, feel free to drop some questions and otherwise feel free to reach out to us if, if you wanted to get a little bit more, but we want this episode to be shared to, to, you know, you know, a uh, 40 year old who just turned 40 and they're like, Oh, my knees are hurting. Things are happening. Uh, I think it's time for me to see a personal trainer. We want this to be the definitive episode for you to say, Hey, check this out before you pick a personal trainer or somebody to work with. So, uh, somebody who can really address those needs, not just, uh, and I want to dive down this rabbit hole real quick. You mentioned goals at some point, and this will be my last rabbit hole before we move into number four. I think hopefully maybe possibly Corona's drinking water to get ready for the rabbit hole response is setting goals. One of the things I really have found very valuable is asking the five whys. So I just want to call this out. And again, it's great to say, you know what? I want to lose about 20 pounds. Um, and it's like, okay, why not 19? Why not 21? And at the end of the day, why do you want to lose that weight? What is that really doing for you? Is it allowing you to be healthier 20 years from now? Is it allowing you to maybe have less knee pain? Because there's other ways we can do that. Is it allowing you to find a mate 
you know, during the summer on beach season because you think looking better, looking a little bit leaner is going to help you do that. So we want to go down that path. And again, this is where if the trainer's like, cool, let's do it. I can help you lose 20 pounds right now. Let's go. Uh, that is a bit of a red flag for me of not really exploring that situation saying, well, okay, like wh why, who, when, where asking these questions. So that's my tangent. If you're ready, I'm going to move on to number four, which is be basic, which has gotten a bad rep being basic, but uh, this is, you know, being a basic, beep, um, and, and, and the way we're going to use that formation here of being basic is a lot of the things we've already touched on. And this is one of the reasons Corona and I got together and said, let's, Put this in a, in a format that can be useful to people is when we look at what's going on out there on Instagram, on, on all the Twitters and all these different things is 97% of the time, people tend to yell and argue about the 3% of things that we don't agree upon, but they don't focus on the 97% of things that we agree upon. So this is coming back to personal training. A, we, you already mentioned it before. If there's no assessment, Head out the door, run out the door. I mean, you can you can check like, hey, why didn't you do an assessment? And and maybe they have a good response. I don't. I can't imagine what the response is, but that's one of those things that needs to be there. Because again, if we're driving from LA to New York and we don't have a plan, oh, people don't silence their phone. People have landlines. What is this? What is this? So if we're driving from LA to New York and we don't have a roadmap, live TV people. TV. Uh, if, if we're driving from LA to New York and we do not have a roadmap, we are not going to get there, right? We don't have a plan. We don't know what our, our, we're planning to do. So that assessment is super important. It's a red flag if there is no assessment. I really encourage you all to, uh, again, in that first session, check out what, what's happening. What who, people really, go ahead, answer it. Go ahead, answer it. No, I'm good. <laughs> I apologize. apologize. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness! All right, that's that's one I haven't I haven't heard a landline in a while. So thank you for that retro uh, flashback of feels like 1999 all over again. So we're partying like it's 1999. Uh, we want you guys to focus on that 97%. So coming back to it, uh, tell us what that 97% is that we agree upon that most personal trainers that the science agrees upon. So how does somebody say, hey, it's been like six weeks, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say throw in the answer of like if if you've jumped around. You've done all sorts of different stuff. A lot of trainers want to make you leave feeling like you got a really good workout. So you got a burn in your legs, in your abs. Um, that burn does not mean you actually did the right stuff to help you carry into the future. So I'm going to let Corona jump into that 97% and that concept of the big, big basic stuff that we should see in, in a program. Look, look, there's a lot of stuff that you got to do, for lack of better words, suck. They, they are tedious. They're exercises that, that actually will set you up for longevity and will set you up for alignment and will set you up for not getting injured. Um, a lot of this stuff that we're dealing with at this point in time, you know, you go back to the IG guy. A lot of those people choreograph their things. They go on IG. Listen, a lot of the stuff that you see on IG that's nuts or on Facebook that's nuts, you're not going to do or you're not capable of doing. And why you would go to that person is I don't know. I like, I really, really don't know. But when it boils right down to it, I'll go back to where we started. The assessment sets you up. And then the exercises that follow the assessment are talking about what your body's giving and telling the trainer so that they can counteract what you do so you can live pain free and have full fluidity in all aspects of your movement cycle. Um, that's important. It may not be important to a 20 year old. 
but for us, as we get older, I'm 53. Um, I've been fortunate enough not be living in pain. And, and you don't, do you don't look the, a day over 52. I got to tell you. That's wonderful. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, you know, a lot of the stuff you have to do, the hip extensions and that stuff, you don't want to do them. And, you know, being in my age, when if you did a hip extension, you would think it's Jane Fonda, you know, oh my God, he's doing girl exercise. No, we all need it. We're sitting too much. We have to look at our lifestyles and we agree that the point of longevity for all of this is essentially counteract what you do daily. If you're not going to do the tedious stuff and the boring stuff, then you're going to have a trouble. You're going to have breakdown at some point in time later, later in your training cycle. And that injury might be a long layoff for you, which would suck. So really, really focus. Like I say this to Bo all the time. Sometimes the trainer you might want to pick is that wonk. That guy that just knows it. He doesn't have the great personality, but he knows the science. He knows how to do movement, and he can get you from point A to point B. Yeah, it might not be as sexy or that this or that for you, but that person will get you from point A to point B. Are you saying Wong? Wonk? What do you? Wonk. 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 W-O-N-K. A very, wonk. very intelligent person in the, in the art of training or in any art of any form of business. Okay. That, that is, that is something new for me. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but off of what you said, I did want to throw in two things. One, yeah, sexy versus boring. It's easy to get caught up in sexy yeah. and jumping on BOSU balls and doing crazy stuff. Um, and that's where, again, these F45s and CrossFits. And again, we can, we're not going down. We're not going there. We're not going there today. Uh, group training is another concept. We might do a whole separate episode on group training, but, but that is something where it might be a good decision for you if you understand a lot of these concepts we're talking about. So, so that's a whole nother yeah. conversation, but sexy versus boring, boring more often than not is going to get you the results you want. So this is actually literally something I posted yesterday as I was just finishing a book club of the book upstream by Dan Heath, which talks about prevention and thinking long-term. And the quote is be impatient with action, but be patient with results because we can accomplish more in a year and five years than we can in a month. And so if you're able to have that conversation, if you're a trainer or whoever you're working with, your DPT, let's say for me instance, you know, maybe me, um, if we're able to have that conversation and say, hey, like, I want you to be out of pain. You just had a, you have a two-year-old child and you have some back pain going on. Let's put this plan in place so that a year from now, you have zero back pain and you're able to run faster. And again, 10 years from now, you're able to outrun your 12-year-old. So we can have that conversation. We can have that plan in place. So I do want to really reinforce that there's this 97% of stuff. And when we didn't even touch on it, I do want to touch real quick progressions, something that should be visible oh. reps, sets, little increases in weight, doing that in a scientific way. Again, it might be boring. You don't have to understand all of the science around it. I have my little business cards here or uh, uh, index card, but uh, <laughs> to, to, to guide this, but uh, again, understanding that cardiovascular health, meaning how, you know, or cardio as we call it, um, if that's not somewhere incorporated in, then there's there's something being left on the table, so to speak. And again, there's somebody missing something. If strength is not being progressed and talked about and in a, in a safe and effective way, again, we don't want to dive too deep into those rabbit holes. And I'm going to let Corona, I think he's got a, a few thoughts to, to share before we move on to number five. But uh, those are things that to me are the 97% of things we agree upon, but then everyone wants to focus on the 3% because that 97% just isn't as sexy. Listen, it's not always easy, guys. It's boring sometimes. It sucks to go to the gym all the time. It just does. 
and your plan has to progress. Um, I think Bo hit it right on the head. Dr. Bo definitely hit it right on the head. You know, we're, we're, if you're not progressing when weight and strength, there's a problem. There's a distinctive problem. And some women I've dealt with in my time are going to say to you, I don't want to get big. You're not going to get big. You need to have strength. As you get older, you might feel great at 25. You might feel great at 30. But as you get older, you're going to need that muscle. That muscle is going to be part of your longevity package. Um, and it's vitally, vitally, vitally important to, to do the strength, the flexibility, and the cardiovascular. Bo, go right ahead. I know you've got something to jump uh, on. Yeah, I, just, I, I definitely want to dive into that because that's one of my biggest things of women saying, I don't want to get bulky. I, I just want to tone. And these are things that don't mean any real things to me because the women, again, uh, I, I've worked a lot in the CrossFit space and a lot of CrossFit girls look bulky, let's say, that that does happen. And and a, a woman coming into that situation, literally, I hear it all the time of, I don't want to look like her. I don't want to look bulky. She's training probably three to four hours a day. She's eating a whole lot of food. Like you're not going to look like her and let's get over that myth. And toning is its own separate thing. And I don't want to, I don't want to hone in too much on all this stuff, but the analogy and the reason I wanted to jump in is again, when I talked about being a physical retirement specialist, the more muscle you put on in your thirties, forties, and fifties, you're saving money, right? Just like we save money. Everyone yes. should get that yes. concept. You're getting, uh, you're getting uh, compounding interest as well. If you stay on top of that and you have muscle mass, muscle is the organ of longevity. The more you have good muscle, healthy muscle, healthy joints, that is going to keep you longer, healthier, living a better life. We talk about health span. Again, I love all these topics. I wish we could dive hours into each one, but we are going to move on, my friend. We're going to talk about our number five of five. And I put it in the comments again. It's the traps. What are the traps? We've already touched on it. We have our analogy of dating, right? So there's a lot of traps with dating. Again, on that Tinder analogy, like, yeah, this guy looks good. He has a six pack. Um, but, you know, do we want more? Are we on the same page? We want somebody, you know, we, 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 wanna, we want somebody we can marry, probably, hopefully. If you're not there yet, that's okay. From a personal training standpoint, uh, we want somebody who's going to help us in that long-term picture. Uh, should want that. Again, this is who this podcast is for. So. Tell us uh, our two biggest traps, uh, and I think they, the, the analogies to dating are just so prevalent. We, we keep bringing it up, but I'm going to let Corona run with our two biggest traps you want to avoid as much as possible, um, and bleh, ready, set, go. <laughs> well, before I get into the traps, I just want to touch on something you said. Listen, sometimes a trainer runs his course with you or her course with you, and sometimes what ends up happening you might use a trainer for a period of time and then find a new trainer that might be able to take you to another section that there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, Bo, Dr. Bo over here is, you know, he's a, he's a PT who who's, who's a DPT, sorry. Um, who also does personal training. Um, and he's, with that being said, it's not always a trainer. There are people like Dr. Bo who are in the physical therapy space. Listen, that's more bang for your buck. That's more bang for your buck. But moving on before I go down this rabbit hole, um, aesthetics, people, aesthetics. The way somebody looks is completely irrelevant to what you're going to get from the training session. Um, as Dr. Jabot uh, flexes for us, um, 
Just because somebody looks good or you see a celebrity who has a body part that looks like you, you're not going to look like them because you don't have their genes um, and you don't have their parents. What you need to do is be the best person you can possibly be. And that doesn't mean because your trainer's in shape that you will be in shape. That's just not going to happen. Um, your thoughts on it, Bo? Yeah, it's, on, the, on aesthetics? it's again, it's an easy trap to fall into. And it's very easy for us to separate, hey, that guy's 22 and he has a six pack. Uh, he, and, and this is one of those other behind the scenes conversations. That's the idea of this podcast. Again, I'm, since it's our first episode, I want to reinforce that. One of these things is, is, is this, these are the things we talk about and not a lot of people say, but the truth of the personal training industry, yeah. and, and here we are, we're laying it out, is a lot of folks probably coming out of college or wherever they are, they, they got in the gym, they got some good results, they followed men's health, maybe they had their own personal trainer, they got some good results and they look good and they might be in their 20s. And again, hormones are on their side, uh, you know, lack of stress is on their side, possibly some, some uh, flexibility with their scheduling, with their timing, things like that. If you're a parent of three and you have dad bod, quote unquote, <laughs> um, that person is not gonna, you can't do the same plan. You can't, you're not gonna have three hours to train in the gym. You're not gonna be able to eat broccoli and steamed chicken and things like that, that that person is doing to help them look that way. So there's huge divides. That doesn't mean you need to find your exact twin who also, you know, who got really good results. There should be some level of health. I personally, I, I try to stay in shape myself. I know Corona is in pretty good shape for somebody who's 57. Did I just give you four years? Yeah. Okay. We're, we're going to okay. play with that. I feel good for 57. Yeah. You look good for 57. Um, but seriously, I, I try to stay as healthy as I can. But at the end of the day, I love food. I'm, I'm, I consider myself a foodie. I grew up in New York. Like, I'm going to have pizza. I'm going to have bagels. Um, we can have that. But, but I, I'd rather have a little bit of less good-lookingness. And it's not to defend me and you should work with me, even though I don't have a six-pack. But there's just a healthy balance. And that's the same thing. If I'm working with a client, I have to have – I literally had this conversation with a client yesterday – a girl who did, who came to me and didn't want to get or wanted to get toned, didn't want to get bulky, and she's like, "Can I still have some alcohol from time to time? Can I still have some some pizza from time to time?" I said, sure. "Well, here here's our process. Here's our conversation. It depends." To your point. So anyway, that, that I I want to keep going on that topic, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it back. So our number one trap of aesthetics, it's very easy to get caught up into that concept. Instagram models. Uh, you know, this is a thing now. People literally get paid money and they make their livings uh, off off of this stuff. So uh, it really comes down to uh, coming back to it. Again, I have, uh, not to brag, but I have close to half a million dollars in education and certifications in my doctorate, all these different things. I've spent a lot of money to learn the things I know and then synthesize it to bring it back to that hour. And this is one of the, the other thing we're talking about here is cost versus value. Cost is what you pay. Value is what you get. Go ahead. Before you, before you move on that, um, you know, what you see, I just lost my track of thought. That's what it costs value. My fault. Uh, <laughs> I threw you off. I just totally lost my track of thought. Yeah. It's okay. We're good. We're good. Let's go. So I'm going to finish that, that uh, thought or you want to go? No, go, 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 go. I just I'm going to finish phone. that I'm thought. Coming. So what I was saying is, is, and this is something that we talk about in this, in this space a physical therapy, right, has has morphed, and I'm in this space again between healthcare and fitness. People ask me, "Oh, you're a physical therapist? Or am I getting hot packs, stim, electricity?" No, no, we're not doing that. We're talking about your movement literacy. We're talking about your 30 year plan. 
Um, you know, upfront, that might be a lot for folks. And if they're not ready for that, that's okay. They just want to go and use their insurance and deal with that. That's fine with me. I tell them, hey, I'll see. And, and the people I end up working with are the ones who have gone to 10 practitioners. They're the ones who are like, hey, this stuff doesn't really work. It doesn't solve my root cause. So without talking about that too much, I'm going to come back to the cost versus value. Again, I'll say it again. Cost is what you pay. Value is what you get. When I talk about having half a million dollars of education behind me, uh, if, if, if I'm asking you to pay me $200 for that hour, you know, that might be more expensive than some other trainer who's, who's pretty new and in their twenties and charging $60 an hour. And you might look at that and say, Hey, what, whatever. But again, that $200 is not just per hour. It's for the half a million dollars that I'm synthesizing. And now, you know, I have almost 20 years, 20 plus years in the fitness and health space that I'm putting into that. So it's a huge differentiator and it's, hard to ask those questions or not everyone knows to ask those questions so oh no oh no it's not hard the re the the look there's people out there who charge 50 bucks an hour um that doesn't mean they're good or bad there's people out there who charge 500 dollars an hour that doesn't mean they're good and bad just because somebody's charging 500 dollars an hour 300 dollars an hour doesn't mean they're good period in new york city there's a lot of people where you will see is one friend tells another friend and they get enjoyment. I'm not going to, maybe the word is not enjoyment, but they know that other people don't have the ability to train with this certain person just based on cost. That doesn't mean they're getting value. That by no stretch does that mean they're getting value. There are people out there who charge 100 to 150 bucks an hour who are phenomenal, phenomenal trainers. Um, and they will get you from point A to point B and they give you value. Because you charge a lot or charge a little doesn't mean you're going to get value. I know people that charge 200 bucks who are horrendous. You know, it goes back to what I was going to think earlier, which is, you know, when you when you look at somebody and you see that person working with Joe, the celebrity trainer. That celebrity, trainer, what, what does that mean? Other than they might have worked with somebody that you see on TV. You don't have the same things that person has to be successful. Maybe you don't, maybe it's JLo and, and maybe it's her nutritionist and it's her, her stretch, her person stretches or her chiropractor, whatever, whatever it might be. She has a crew of people around her. You can't have to have, you can't expect to have that expectation that you will look that way because you have her trainer. It's just not going to happen. You are unique. You need to find out what works for you. The thought came back in my head of what I was going to say earlier. If you see a trainer who might be a celebrity trainer and you see them for three or four hours in a gym and you're watching and you watch every single client that they have do the exact same workout, that's a problem. That's a problem. Just because they're a celebrity trainer they're judging a lot of money doesn't mean, again, that you're going to get what that person got. But if you're seeing someone repeat the same workout, there's no, there's no thought process. And they're basically looking at you as you are just like the next person that you have. And you're all equal and you're not. You have to remember your uniqueness. And then this is one of those things that's not social in a sense for you to find out what's going to work best for you, for you to have longevity and to live pain free. And, and I'll just I'll kind of synthesize a lot of what we just talked about here, if that's OK, to say I've been and seen a lot of these things and they tend not to work and you don't get the buy-in. And the people who get yeah. the best results 
are the ones who I say, hey, here's my, I want a minimum of three month commitment from you because we're not going to see change in a few weeks. I don't want to go session by session and I charge more for that. But here's my three month package and I'm actually going to give you a little bit of a discount on that as well. And if you're ready to commit and you pay for that upfront, you're committed. And we say those who pay, pay attention, right? Um, and and, yeah. and uh, again, that big commitment upfront financially doesn't work for everyone. I understand that. But those who are willing to do it and those who are saying, hey, here's, here's $5,000. Take me through the roadmap. Take me from LA to New York in the most efficient and best experience I can get. Awesome. Let's do it. So that's something that I think is missing. Uh, and, and those follow-up bits. So again, if I see you once a week in person, I want to make sure we're touching base those other six days on some level, um, even if it's to say, are you sore? How sore? Uh, are you having pain? Are you doing the things we talked about? Hydration, food. Are you connecting with people? Do you have stuff going on? I want you to feel like you can reach out to me, uh, especially in this time of COVID where things are crazy. Connection is becoming a huge part of it. So if we can have one-on-one -on -one time, even if it is once a week, that's a huge thing. So without going too far down all those rabbit holes, I want to sum it up unless you have another major thought to our top five. We're going to review those top five real quick. Number one, and this is that great dating analogy, right? Try five. So just like you're not going to marry the first person, you start your date. You're probably going to try out a few people. You can compare and contrast. Try five trainers. Even if you talk with them, even if you chat with them on Instagram, whatever it is, start to have some kind of semblance. And hopefully this last 49 minutes we're at now um, has given you some roadmap to better understand what you need and what you want from your trainer. So try five, be able to compare and contrast. Number two is the, that title confusion. What do those letters behind people's names mean? You can certainly research it. Again, NSCA, CSCS, or some very high level stuff for trainers. Strength and conditioning is a cool term. Again, I'm a DPT, doctor of physical therapy. Uh, I, I think that holds some weight, holds some value, but it doesn't mean anything. Corona is not a doctor of physical therapy, but I would trust him way before I trust most doctors of physical therapy that I know in terms of working with my body, uh, even when it comes to some pain management stuff. So we've had those conversations. Uh, again, a lot of folks get caught up in these different schools of thought. We're not going to go too far down that rabbit hole. Number three is uh, professionalism, right? We touched on a bunch of different aspects of professionalism. At the end of the day, again, we're asking you to demand better of your trainer, be on time, be courteous, be all these things. You should get 100% of that session. And again, it's okay for you to fire your trainer if this is someone you're currently working with. Even if you like them, we want you to get more out of your money, more out of your time. This is another reason we wanted to put this episode together is get more out of your time. I've seen people work with a trainer for a year. Their body does not change. Their personality does not change. Uh, I've seen people go and they have the motivation and they've wasted a year of resources, time, money. And we can be getting so much more. We can be putting money into the right Roth IRA and we can be saving millions of dollars for when you're 65 and that retirement plan again. So professionalism is a huge correlate to the results you're going to get. Okay. Not a hundred percent of the time. It depends. It's always going to be the answer, but yes. Number four, number four is be basic. Don't be a basic, but um, <laughs> don't drink your pumpkin spice lattes. We don't, we don't necessarily need all that, but be basic is a way to look at these are things we want to focus on of being boring. You don't have to be sexy. You don't have to be sexy in your workouts. You don't need to jump on BOSU balls. You don't need to be walking out of there and, and texting, oh my God, I couldn't walk up the stairs. It's amazing. And that feeling is great, but 
Basic is going to get you a lot more in the long term, just like investing. We, we're using this other analogy of investing. Uh, it's great to jump into Bitcoin and maybe you'll make a million dollars on Bitcoin or whatever, but you also might lose a million dollars. It's a huge risk. You're going to be better off. Every financial expert says putting your money in a, in a Roth IRA, which is going to save 8% or, or compound 8% yearly. And over the course of 30 years, you're going to turn that $1,000 into a lot more money if you can stick with that boring just 8%, 8%, 8%. Um, so that's number four. Be basic. Stick to the basics. Strength and conditioning. That includes strength. That means get stronger and you know put as much <laughs> into that bank. Um, conditioning is cardio, right? So if you're not doing some kind of sweat, even at least once a week, my really simple one here, and, and you tell me if you like this, uh, this is the biggest, best general advice I want to give to people is from a cardio standpoint for your own health and longevity is three times a week. One should be long as you can go aerobic. So I just did a 40 minute jog yesterday. I did not like it. I got out in the sun. I do not like <laughs> to run, but my heart rate was pretty jacked up. Um, my whoop, which I use to track my heart rate, tells me good things. So I want to do at least one long, sustained, steady state thing. That's going to build our cardio engine, our engine of our lungs. Number two is going to be kind of that mid-tier 20-minute type of thing um, of a workout. It should be relatively intense, maybe an 8 out of 10 difficulty right in that, in that time frame. And then number one, or the, the third one there, is something really high intensity where yeah, again, you've seen people in, again, CrossFit, you know, collapse at the end of a workout. We need to touch that and we need to safely do that. So if your trainer can touch base on all of those things, again, that tells me that's a good trainer. And if your trainer cannot touch base on all three of those things, uh, I, I, again, I'm, I'm going to ask to look for another trainer. Um, so that was number four, be basic. Uh, I'm sure Corona has a bunch of thoughts, but we're, we're coming up on time here. So we want to be respectful of everyone's time. Number five, right, after being basic is, avoid a lot of those traps, whether it's aesthetics, whether it's saying, oh, this guy's cheap or this guy's really expensive. We need to look a little deeper than those surface level things. Do not judge a book by its cover. Look a little deeper, have conversations, challenge that person, demand better of the trainer that you are interviewing. Coming back to our try five, demand better of yourself. It is your time. It is your money. We want to make sure you're getting the most you can out of it. The last part I'll say on that, all of that is again, that virtual concept. Sometimes it's going to be better to have a virtual trainer Maybe you need the motivation of a group class. Maybe you need the motivation of somebody there in person just telling you what to do and you just want to shut your brain off and do it. I understand all that. But keep in mind there are many options in this day and age, 2021, October 2021 here. Uh, so number five is avoid the traps, though. Uh, you know, if somebody looks good and they tell you they can get you that six-pack, uh, I'm just going to call BS. And, and uh, again, maybe they can, but we're talking about long-term, sustained. Again, biggest loser, right, one of the most popular – I know Corona has a lot of negative thoughts on it, but one of the most popular weight loss concepts out there, over 97%, we like that concept of 97% of participants gained all of their weight back, if not more. So it's not sustainable to have those concepts. So anything that looks like the biggest loser, you should probably run away from if you're looking to lose some weight. So those are our top five. Try five, uh, education certifications. We have our professionalism. We have our being basic, boring is necessary long-term stuff. And then number five is avoiding those traps. Corona, closing thoughts, my friend. Very, very, very basic. Listen, the guys, this is a, a pretty simple template for you when you go out there and start looking for things. Use this template. It will help you come up with someone that will fit you. And also remember that you are unique. 
and that somebody throwing a program that somebody else is doing isn't going to benefit you because they're not addressing your needs. We, I always say this, you need to counteract what you do daily to be healthy and to have longevity. You need, as I will say all year, demand, you need to demand better because the more you, the more you demand and you work at, with someone that's, that's great, you will get results and have longevity. Yes. That, that is it. All right. One more time. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. People can find Corona at, tell them. You can check me out at Start Living, which is my company on Facebook. Uh, you can check out to me at Start Living on Twitter. You can check me out and Start Living on Instagram. Perfect. And I am Dr. Boba Benko on Instagram, Boba Benko on Twitter. Uh, there should be links everywhere you go. Facebook, same, same. Uh, my website, though, is Fit Care Physio. That's the difference between fitness and healthcare. FitCarePhysio.com. I currently have my ski pre preparation program. So nine weeks. Yeah, ski it out. Anyone who skis should be doing this. Nine weeks on land training, body weight stuff. Nine minutes a day is all I'm asking. And yeah, this is my cheesy sales pitch. But again, this allows us to start that conversation. And I'm telling you, you do this stuff. We're going to help avoid a lot of those injuries, and it's going to be better than what you're probably going to pay a lot of money for multiple sessions with personal trainers. Um, it's 99 bucks for nine weeks, nine, nine minutes a day, every single day. Anyway, enough of my promo. Find us. Start the conversation. If you guys have any questions at all about anything we covered here, you want to challenge us about A, B, C, D. You want to ask Corona who that was calling on his landline uh, and why he has a landline in the year 2021, feel free to ask about that. Uh, remember, he is not the virus, folks. He is a good person. Do not judge him on his name. He had the name first. It means king. He is a king of among men. Uh, and so we'll leave it on that. Any last thoughts, my friend? No, just use it as a template, people. Go get and be the best you can be. Demand better so you can be better, better long term. We're happy to continue this conversation. We are looking forward to continuing this conversation. Reach out to us. Do not hesitate. We will see you guys next time. Demand better from your personal trainer. Peace. Peace.